Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney? Mr. Feeney! I mean, I think it was, I mean, it was amazing in a lot of ways that like, the band kicked ass, but then also, like, it was the first time I've been like, at a live concert in God knows how long. And I flew home yesterday. I didn't leave New Orleans until like three yesterday, but I didn't do much yesterday. I just kind of bopped around to a slow lunch and then chilled at the airport for two yeah. hours. It was awesome. I'm exhausted. Yep. I sound like shit. That's as you okay. Can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but it was phenomenal. It's going to take me probably the next two days to fully recover. That's how you know it was a it was a good time. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I sound like garbage. Yeah, so it's, you know, two octaves lower than normal, but uh, we're coming up. A solid uh, a bass going on there, so. It is real boomy. I can, yeah. Oh, God. All right. Well, should we do oh, it? Great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we can talk about Boy Meets World now for a little bit if, you, if you're interested. I suppose that sounds fun. <laughs> I don't have many notes for this episode. I'm not going to lie. It was, uh, it's just kind of fluffy and fun and there. It doesn't really have, I feel like it doesn't serve much of a purpose just because we've already seen Corey and Topanga get back together. So now it's just Sean's involvement, but then he's like, doesn't really need to be involved. I don't know. It's just, it's fluffy. Well, and I feel like they've, in in the intermeeting episodes, they've made a very big point to highlight how Sean is the child of this divorce and how he's struggling <laughs> with it. So it's good that he gets his due. That I feel like it's important that they pay off. I also think it's appropriate when he's like, I don't give a shit. Exactly. Well, and that's kind of why I feel like this, it didn't render an entire episode I feel like this could have been condensed into like half an episode or like a, a B plot almost of another of something else. I don't think I needed an, an entire A plot where they like pretend to like not tell Sean and all of this because he doesn't care. And they should know that they should know that they should know that he's just going to be so excited that they got back together that. It just, it felt very on brand. Everything in this episode felt so on brand for Sean that I was like, how did you not see this coming as his best friend of, you know, 15, 16 years? Because Corey's selfish. Also, this is That's the Feeny Call, and we're talking about season five. Episode oh, my goodness. 21. In case you didn't know. <laughs> this is the Feeny Call, season five, episode 21, Honesty Night. Listen, I'm just being honest. <laughs> so this is the, I believe this is the second longest breakup. I think the first big breakup that Corey and Topanga had was longer, but this one clocks in at 53 days, which is the second longest breakup they have had. This marks the fourth relationship that Corey and Topanga have begun together. Other than the little separation piece that's going to happen a little later, this is the final time that they break up and get back together. So here we go. We're, we're in it now. It's happening. We're in it. Forever They're and ever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm on the recap. That's okay. Not a lot happens in this episode. <laughs> All right, I'll wind myself up. Three, two, one. So Corey and Topanga are now back together, but they don't haven't told Sean yet. They've told pretty much everyone except him, and so they scheme to not 
to pretend like they're not back together until he can involve himself and get them back together. Uh, he, of course, finds out after accidentally breaking them up again, and he's like, who cares? And then finally he schemes to get them back together after they kind of split again. Meanwhile, Eric has a word of the day calendar and can't quite figure out how to use it until the end when Feeney has to snap him out of it because he's annoying. There you go. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. One of my one of my better uh, one of the better recaps. Yeah. I feel like so today. Obviously, we're both back from bachelor bachelorette parties, so the energy is a little bit lower. And I, whenever the energy is a little bit lower, I feel like I do better at the recaps for some reason because I don't scare myself and hype myself up and get my adrenaline pumping. Mm. And I'm like, oh my, and 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 a shot, and a Corey. And, oh. This is much yeah, better. you know, for for an episode that is far more similar to a soap opera and its exaggerated stakes, the two <laughs> of us are extremely diminished right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's very true. But I mean, it's gonna be a, episodes... a low key kind of episode, guys. Yeah, Just kind of hang in. Back. Think of it like you're listening to some like not quite elevator music. But you're in a you're in like a bar with live music, but it's not like a concert. There just happens to be somebody playing live music. Exactly. And you're like, that's nice. And then you move on. That's what yes. this episode's gonna feel like. <laughs> Kick your feet up, relax, enjoy. No pressure. Yeah. Low stakes. Mm-hmm. Low stakes. <laughs> what did you learn? Um the meaning of the word ubiquitous. Oh. Um <laughs> No, I knew what that word meant. Uh, I learned that. This feels so stupid. I didn't learn this. I knew this. But I guess what I learned uh, is that you should not be under the false pretense that an argument in a relationship means that the relationship is over. You should have arguments with your partner, and they should be civil and honest and... Mm -hmm. You shouldn't hold grudges about it. You should forgive and move on and accept the honesty that your partner still loves you, even though this thing you do drives them insane. You know, like that's, yeah. I don't know. I feel I feel stupid saying that because like. I mean, a lot of these things. I feel like it's we obviously know. Every time there's a lesson in an episode, it's like what we took away, but it's something that we already know know that we just need to apply. I don't know why I feel like this has been a thing before in the show. Has it? Am I wrong? I don't know. It feels like we've been around this block. It's always... We've had a lot of episodes where it's like, don't lie to your partner or your best friend or whatever. Mm -hmm. There's always... um, it's, there's always that because this the show just is constantly they're going behind each other's backs or they're lying or whatever, whether it be Corey and Sean or Corey and Topanga or Corey and his parents or Sean and his parents or whatever. It's always or Sean and Turner. There's always something. So it is a lesson that we've yeah. kind of had before, because if you boil it down to like the most generic lesson, I guess it's yeah, you you can have disagreements in a relationship and that's okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's healthy. But if you love that other person, you want to work through it in a calm, civil and communicative fashion. Yes, that'll, you know, never go into bed angry kind of thing. Exactly. Which is like good theoretical advice, but I can't accept that it always happens, you know? No, absolutely not. That's it's unrealistic to believe that that's how it always is going to happen. 
Sure. Um, it's nice to strive for it. Sure. Absolutely. That's pretty much that's pretty much the lesson, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that I mean I, I have always the adults in this episode are great. Yes. All the adults in this episode are I loved Feeny in this episode oh, and Amy I and love Alan. Too. Feeny and Amy and Alan in this episode. They're all awesome. Feeny and his little all aboard the stupid stupid idea train <laughs> or whatever. Yes. Hilarious. So funny. Even though and, he uh, also boards himself and he does. Uh, goes for a he little gets ride, on board, <laughs> takes a quick ride on the stupid idea train, and then realizes he's in too deep. Oh, it's so funny! I love his involvement in this episode. They seem to something that I noticed. They seem to almost hammer in the lesson twice, and it's interesting to me that it's not picked up the first time. I guess it's because it's Alan and Amy, and they're directly in a relationship. But we see this with Eric and Jack as well. Because they mm-hmm. have, Jack's like, it's getting worse, oh my god. And Jack's like going through it with Eric. But then he says, I, I love him. This is, my, this is my person. And even though he can be erratic at times, it's still, you know. Yeah, that so, definitely feels like the lesson wrap up. But then it has to do it again. Yeah. yeah I agree. This episode, uh, I noticed this with the like previously on, which was long as fuck. I was like, why is this going on so long? And then I went, oh, they're just padding the runtime, aren't they? This episode exactly. is not going to make it, is it? <laughs> I'm saying, because, yes, I completely agree. Well, and it was interesting to me that they only showed, I don't know if you kind of flagged this, but they, we're back to, we're only mad at Corey because he kissed another person. Because it yeah. didn't, they didn't say, like, they didn't add anything with Lauren about, we stayed up and talked all night. It's only... It has evolved now into more of a physical affair as opposed to an emotional one, which I think it's more of an emotional one than a physical one. I agree. In my, my humble opinion. Um, well, and that's what Topanga that's says. She says, I can't forgive you for lying to me again. Mm-hmm. You know, or that you needed to see her. Like, it's the emotional betrayal that Topanga very vocally admits to why she's leaving him. Exactly. And then you're, you're absolutely right. By this, by this point, Sean says it. It's like Corey kissed that other girl and you kissed that guy. And it's not like, oh no, it's because these two people invested deep emotional energy into these other humans. Mm-hmm. Like that was what hurt. And so you're right. This is by the end of this arc, it has definitively somehow become exclusively about the physical kissing the other human. Because that's the only thing they reference with Topanga and the flashbacks here is that Correct. she kissed that guy. Instead of we sat and talked throughout all of dinner and all of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I don't Poor know. Poor continuity is what it is. Yes. Well, yeah. Hello. Uh, welcome to Boy Meets World where the continuity yeah. sucks and uh, nothing matters. <laughs> there was a weird, I don't know if you kind of saw this. It feels just inconsistent with the regular, which I don't know who directed this episode. I should have looked that up. But it feels inconsistent with the rest of how the show has been shot. But there's like a scene where Sean is walking down the hall and then it pans over to Corey and Topanga sitting on the couch. And that pan felt weird to me. I replayed it because I was just like, this is inconsistent with how the show has kind of been filmed so far. I was a little surprised I didn't make it a wide shot and then kind of go over to Corey and Topanga in a different shot. Did you flag that at all or am I going crazy? I didn't flag that. It was directed by Alan Meyerson. Who's he? Alan, what has he done? 
He's directed a lot of TV episodes, including 16 episodes of this show. Oh, nice. Looks like he started directing on Boy Meets World in 97 with season five beginning. And he directed a lot of episodes in season five. And, oh, no, I think that might be it. It's just in season five, Peter. He did that weird pan and they were like, well, Alan's cut. <clears throat> Can't do that again. Yeah, I mean, he directed most of season five. He's got 16 episodes, and they're all season five episodes. Man, they so, must have just liked him very briefly. Yeah, very including brief Brothers, Boy Meets the Real World, It's Not You, It's Me, Fraternity Row, which is a friend book, No Guts, No Glory, Chasing Angela Part 2, not Part 1, How to Succeed in Business, <laughs> Last Tango in Philly, If You Can't Be With the One You Love, Eric Hollywood, Honesty Night, oh, Promises, Promises, Things Change, and Graduation. He directed the prom episode. Mm-hmm. Aw, shit. <laughs> you know what this episode does have going for it? What? She can rot in hell. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. I like that this is now, I don't know, this feels the most, we've we've been through this period in season five where we've seen Corey and Topanga as like this old married couple. This is the first time not maybe not the first time, but this is one of the only times I feel like in the whole series where it really feels like a high school relationship when she's like kind of being flirty with him in the classroom and the whole sneaking around thing. It's kind of sexy and like all of that. And they're like catty comments at each other. This feels very high school. And I feel as though it's one of the only times in the series that I really get that picture. That's fair. Um, I, when she throws him on the couch and just, like, gets on top of him, I was like, whoa, whoa, fucking whoa. You are in a school hallway, motherfuckers. You didn't if you want to do that, on the floor you go the into hallway. the theater and you go behind the curtain in the wing and you do it back there, okay? You don't just do it in the fucking hallway. All the theater kids come in and they're like, who the fuck are these people? What's going on? <laughs> Why? What are they doing in our makeout spot? Right? Exactly. Like, what? They're not even theater kids. This is where we come to make out. Get out of here. Furious. How dare they? <laughs> I think the reason that this feels silly and, and unnecessary as an episode to me is just because of the whole Sean being like, who cares? Because then the whole episode is kind of for no reason like they go through all this trouble really for no reason because sean didn't even care in the first place which i guess is kind of the point but it just feels very silly to me it's almost like a i feel like we've had so many plot driven episodes recently other than taking eric hollywood aside we've had so many plot driven episodes that this one feels like we're not it just kind of feels like it's floating a little bit Mm -hmm. i love the eric and jack stuff though Erica Jacker of last week's episode. This cements yes. the two of them as obviously in love. Yes. It is brought very vocally mm-hmm. forward. And Eric gets to do some real good comedy in this episode. He hasn't been around in the last episode or two, right? Correct, yeah. He Starry Night was the last one that he was not in at all. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he gets to really do some good fun comedy shit in this one. Love the word of the day nonsense. Yes. One of my one of my favorite jokes in this series has to be no, the word was pertinent, but I didn't think that was relevant to anything happening. Today. <laughs> so good. Yes. So funny. 
I, I, I did audibly laugh moment. out loud at that joke. So <laughs> I just love an Eric moment always. And I just love goofy Eric. I love his serious moments. I really do. When we get to all the Tommy stuff, I'm going to weep openly in front of everyone that I know. It's fine. But I'd, I'd love goofy Eric. He's great. Yeah, we know you're an Eric stan. Yeah. Yes, I am. Trust me, they know. <laughs> I don't have any more notes. Do you have All anything? Right. Um, mm, not really. <laughs> this is going to be such a short episode. I feel like we spent, we've barely spent any most, time on it, but there's like nothing the to say. How do you feel about Angela in this episode? I mean, she's not in it that much, but I do like her in it, especially at the end when they sit down and Sean's like, Corey and Topanga are back together. And she's like, what? No way. Oh, I thought it was weird when Angela came to the classroom and she was like, your plan to trick Sean is working. And I was like, why is she on board with this? Angela yeah, should seems... have told them this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Angela picks and chooses when she wants to be, when she wants to stir the pot a little bit. Sometimes she just, she's like, forget it. Don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. And other times she's like, hmm, let's see how this plays out. Could be fun. <laughs> wow. That is infinitely more generous than saying that the writers were clearly just using her as a tool for whatever nonsense they wanted and did not respect the character enough to keep consistent. I mean, also fair. That's also <laughs> fair. If if we're going from a writer's perspective, I just think that the way Trina does Angela, it's very fun and flirty and fun loving. Oh, she, and she I think performs excellently well. Yes. I'm just saying that the writers clearly did not write her consistently. No, I, they didn't write anyone consistent. <laughs> no, <laughs> but her, damn show, Zeppini. But it feels like in many ways, especially in this season, Angela has been introduced as a plot device and not a character. And I feel like hopefully she becomes more and more into a character and less of a plot device. I feel like she does when they go to college. Because when yeah. they go to college and they stay together, I feel mm. as though the writers were like, oh, we should probably be taking this a little more seriously. She's like in the group now. She's like a mm -hmm. part of the core cast now. Because I forget what Trina said when we were talking to her, but... I think throughout season five, she was still considered supporting. She wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't like a regular. Yes. So I think season six is when she becomes regular. But I'll have to go back and listen. I'll just, you know, I'll call her up real quick. I'll just ask her. She's a friend of the pod. Okay. So I'll just call her up. I <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I was listening to them talk about Black Widow on NPR. And one of them described this movie as like they're trying their best with this character who they have otherwise entirely treated as a plot device for the men around her over the entire course of her like existence in the mm -hmm. MCU. Yes. And so now they are like retroactively trying to cram in like all this stuff because they came to realize that they dropped the ball. Absolutely. But it's very hard to do that when you have killed her and told her a point in a lot of the stories along the way so you have to craft a narrative that is like important to her as a character but inconsequential to the universe relationship <laughs> I mean, that this character who exists in this universe and was for most of the timeline only like a plot device and a 
her like place in the universe was always defined by a relationship to one of the central like men characters and yeah. like all of that. And I was like, oh, which made me think about kind of Angela at least for the course of this season. Yeah, that's fair. Well, and also I feel like because she's brought in not as an individual character, immediately when we meet her, she's brought in as Sean's girlfriend. I think that that you're exactly right about that. And at least in season five, we get more of her as an individual person coming up. But in season five, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So who's your MVP? It's Sean. And the reason that it is, well, and I kind of waffled a little bit about this because he said he made some comment at the end about like, you're in high school, you're supposed to whatever that I did not care for. But he orchestrated at least the Amy and Alan and granted their performance piece was their own. I'm sure he didn't really have a say. He probably just flew into their house and was like, you have to fake an argument. But I mean, he orchestrated that, which ultimately set Corey and Topanga right again and ended all of the extra bullshit. And I think that is why Sean is the MVP. Who were you waffling with? I was I've I've given it collectively to Amy and Alan before as a duo, and I was kind of thinking about that again. I also tossed around the idea of Feeney, but Feeney doesn't feel I mean Feeney just points out that it's a stupid idea, but then he boards the train himself. So I was like, I don't know if Feeney really does much in this episode to like set things right per se. Except for yeah. Eric at the end. <laughs> but I also yeah. don't like the way that Feeney set Eric right at the end. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Jack. Nice. That's a good mm-hmm. one. I'm going to give it to Jack because I feel like the episode could have ended when Jack is like, I love Eric. He's an idiot. I love him. Like, Agreed. you know, that, that was that was all we really needed here. And everything else is good, I guess. But like, that's Jack. Jack gets it. So true. And he gets to do some fun jokes. And so, yeah, it's Jack. We get to finally see Jack start to break out of his shell just a little bit more as he gets more comfortable with having mm-hmm. all of Sean's friends over all the time. And as they start to become his friends kind of by proxy, mm-hmm. I don't know if the, I don't know if I consider them like friends until they, be, they come to college, but it's, it, we see the budding of a blossoming friendship yeah. at the beginning here. So yeah. All right. Well, that's that, I guess, huh? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I really don't. Today. Short and sweet. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a small one, which is totally fine because I think uh, th- this is just not. There's not that much in this episode, and we've got some hard hitters at the tail end of the season. So we've got another very special episode coming up, and then we have, of course, graduation, which is a big one, mm-hmm. and has another one of my favorite Eric moments of all time. It's a doozy. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right well thanks for listening y'all please check us out online at your various social media places that you go to do the social things um mm-hmm. the the online ones at least not the in-person ones uh <laughs> you're on instagram facebook and twitter you can send us an email at the peony call at nope that's not the name what do you want me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Uh, you can send us an email, feenycallpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you think that this episode was super important and uh, you're now mad at us for saying that it 
wasn't that important um, <laughs> or mad at me specifically because I said that. Uh, oh. You can also, what'd you say? Hot take. Hot take. You can also leave us a voicemail. Uh, there is a link in our Instagram bio, and there's also a link in the episode description for the voicemail. So please let us know your thoughts on any upcoming episodes. If you have thoughts and feelings on uh, prom or graduation, we'd love to hear them because there's some there's some good ones. We really kick out season five with a with a big bang to lead us into season six, which I know is some people's favorite seasons. Really, we're coming to the tail end of where my favorites, um, my favorite seasons at least, are coming to a close a little bit <clears throat> right around middle I, of season um, six. I almost made a bang joke. Uh, I couldn't quite put it together though, but I'm going to try to voice the pieces of it and see if you land on something. You said that we're ending the season with a big bang. Uh, and I, <laughs> my initial thought was like, there's no banging in season five. Like that's a promises, promises joke. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I was thinking like they don't bang until season seven. Yep. Six, when they seven. get married. When they get married. I don't know. I was trying to I was trying to make a bang a bang joke or a don't bang in five joke, but I wasn't sure how to make it land. So that's fair. That's pieces fair. If someone's someone's got it. Um, Listen, guys, we're moving a little slower today, okay? We both just got back from very intense weekends. <laughs> I almost certainly still need a nap right now. I am Oh everything is one thousand percent. Foggy and fozzy were the words I almost said. <laughs> Foggy I like that better. Foggy and fuzzy. Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, hydrate or dehydrate. And as always, class is missed.